Can you dig it, sucker? Live from Houston, Texas, and around the world. Join the six-time world heavyweight champion, two-time WWE Hall of Famer, and WWE NXT announcer, Booker T. Booker T. Alongside his right-hand man, the boat, Brad Gilmore. It's time to get your champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Welcome inside the Hall of Fame. Now, can you dig that? Welcome inside the Hall of Fame. I'm Booker T, six-time world champ, two-time Hall of Famer. Got my man Brad Gilmore here with me, and we're ready to do this thing. Coming to you from ESPN 975, 92.5, as well as don't, don't miss us on podcast every every week, guys, because we doing it like it's supposed to be done. Making all them suckers bow down. Oh, Yes. I just had to get that in there. How you doing, man? Good book. I mean, I thought you were going to hit me with the ESPN 975-92-5. My voice. I'm trying to say my voice. I'm trying to say my voice. Got a lot of work coming up this week. And I ain't want to get too deep uh, this early in the day. But we we good. We good. I hit one for you. 92-5. How can you win? There you, you go. Know, you got got to be to get deep in there, man. Get that deep. How you feel, man? How you feel? <laughs> I'm doing good, book. I'm doing good. I'm uh I'm excited that we we had a great weekend of reality wrestling last weekend. Seen some really great pro wrestling this week, and and just moving on. I I gotta tell you, man. The I'm sure there are a lot of great crowds in pro wrestling around the entire world. I know you got a great crowd that comes and sees you every Tuesday night at NXT, but there's no crowd quite like a reality wrestling crowd. They're the most dedicated, loyal fans. Um, some people I've seen in my time go from infants to in middle school. <laughs> that makes you feel old, man. Hey, man, I, I watched them get married, have kids, more kids than I got. You know, they, they retire. <laughs> so I've been around for a minute. But no, man, that's, what, that's why I'm so passionate about reality wrestling. I woke up on, on, on the... Uh, uh, right side of uh, the bed this morning, and I said, "Man, I want to do something special. I want to do something special for reality wrestling, as well as for the fans that we have um, that that tune in. Everybody in the, in the chat wants to say what's up. How y'all doing? Hopefully, everybody's having having a great day. Hopefully, this will make your day a little bit better. Um, but I woke up and I said, "Man, our, our fans always do so much for us. Our listeners, they all all all, all do so much for us. Um, contribute to the show. I say so. Reality wrestling, um, Hall of Fame." We want to be a little bit different than most out there. So we said, man, why don't we set up a trip to reality wrestling? You know what I mean? All of our super chatters out there, they always um, supporting supporting the call. Why don't we make one of our super chatters a VIP to reality of wrestling? I'm talking about Christmas chaos coming up in December. Um, um, and I said, man, that would be so awesome for us to be able to give back because – uh, when I do when I do the autograph signings and, and I go like to sometimes I go like small little bitty towns and the way I look at that I always say man um, I, it, it's cool for me to be able to go to them because sometimes they can't come to me you know that that's what's really really cool so for us to be able to bring someone to reality of wrestling it's going to be really really cool so we're going to be setting up a trip for all of our super chatters um, uh, December Christmas chaos is going down what's this Christmas chaos what 11 
No, it's more than that. It's like well, 13, fourteen or something. Fifteen, um, but it's, it's it's a bunch of. Um, but um, Christmas chaos is going to be going down, and and we want to invite um, one of our super chatters down. Uh, so so guys, our main super chatter uh, uh, that's going to be uh, um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, let you guys know who that going to be um, sometime. I don't know, maybe a month from now, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe in the next three three or four weeks ish, give you enough time. But how do we want to do this? So I think from now, from right now until the middle of November, everybody who sends in a super chat is automatically entered. Automatically. Right? Automatically. Yeah. And then we, we choose um, uh, a winner based on the people who are super chatting. So if you want if you want to come down to reality rescue, we're talking about and let me make sure I get this right. We're talking about a flight. Flight. Talk about a, a, a stay, a hotel. A hotel room. And we're talking about front row to the row for the front biggest row. event. As well as, you know, uh, transportation and everything. I mean, we're going to pick you up from the port. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, just like you wanted a talent. You know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do all of that <laughs> other than pay you. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get you here and uh put you up uh make sure you get to the show uh make sure you're a vip at the show um make sure you get a chance to meet booker t five-time champ as well as the lovely Char charmel as well as brad gilmore uh at the same time so yeah it's gonna be a, a full um all-inclusive uh trip to reality wrestling in december christmas chaos and that's just my gift to all of our super channels that do so much for the show yeah, man. I mean, I know we didn't have the suit. We used to, back when we were in studio, in studio, before the pandemic, we had our, our callers, right? And we had, like, the same call callers from, like, Chillicothe, Ohio, and st stuff like that. But when we moved to the digital space, man, has our reach gotten bigger than just the people listening to us on the on the local Houston radio, which shout out to everybody on ESPN 975-925 who are listening right now. But it's great to reach people like um, I'm just looking at some of our members in the chat right now, like Loso Dolo, Cali Toenail, James Weston, all who are members of uh, of of this you know channel of the Reality Wrestling Channel. It's it's up to, it's because of y'all definitely booking. You can attest to this during the pandemic, like when we were home and there was no road shows going on. This channel and the people in this chat were our lifeblood for, for a few months yeah, there. Yeah, you guys literally have um, put Reality of Wrestling, you know, the YouTube channel on the map, literally. Um, and people, you know, they can say whatever they want to say about it, but we we the we the best. We the, we the biggest out of all them suckers. Uh, right now, we, what, 720,000 subscribers on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, and. And we're counting on you guys to help us get to a million. Um, that's what we're striving. That's what we're on our way to is a million to get to that mark right there um, and to be able to do a lot more stuff like this because this is just going to be the first one, but we're going to be doing this on a regular basis. It's not going to be a one-off. Okay, guys, we're going to be doing this on a, on a regular basis. Somebody's going to be winning a trip to come to Reality Wrestling. And I'm going to tell you right now, Reality Wrestling is is – it's like Hercules, man. It's getting it's getting stronger day by day, day by day. You you see this? You, you feel me? We ain't cutting that. We ain't cutting it. That's where our strength come from. So we just gonna keep on rolling. <laughs> we just gonna keep on rolling, and we we appreciate you guys for being a part of this thing more than anything. Seriously, uh, 
I know it sounds cliche, but it's true, man. And without you guys, it, it wouldn't be no us. Yeah, so that's um, starting at this very moment for Boom. this show. Every super chat that we get in, I'm keeping track of. I'm writing the names down. We're going to put you in a hat. One of you gets selected at random to come down to the reality of wrestling's Christmas chaos uh, in December. I believe the, the date's 12-9, if I, if I am correct. Um, I, think I think it's... it's um, I, think I don't have it written down right now, but I know it's going to be that second Saturday. That's the 9th of, of December, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. December 9th, so yeah, so everyone, just get ready. Now, here's the thing. Everybody who's been to a reality wrestling show, they're going to tell you they had a good time, even if... Um, you know, they're like my guy here in the chat. I saw him a second ago. Lawrence Rios, who said, Sub Brad, I'm the one you called out with the Rangers hat on this past row show because you came in disrespecting the grounds. That's why you got called out. I almost had him escorted out of there. What did he do? What did he do? He was wearing what? a Rangers hat. I almost had him escorted out of there. Oh, go on, man. I said, bro, bro, you're going to need to take that off if you want to watch the show. I can't have that. It's a free society at Reality Wrestling. People uh, uh, can do and choose to wear whatever they want to wear, okay? Except, except, you know, certain certain things. But but a hat, you know, just an opposite team, opposing team. Come on, bro. We we like that. He was taunting us, Book. That's what it was. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Just look, look, look. You know me. I got... I got a, I got faith. We got a couple super chats that already came in, though. So I just want to highlight them here before we go to break. This is from the gentleman saying, "Say no more, sir." See, the gentleman is the first official entrant into the oh. Christmas Chaos Rumble. Already did. <laughs> He's the first official entrant. He's declared. <laughs> and then we have another one here, Brian Medina. Would reality wrestling do any Southern California shows in the future? You know, um, I got a, a friend out there, um, Dave Marquez. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's his territory. If I was to do something out there, I would um, definitely want to do it in conjunction with Dave Marquez because, you know, we're, we're a small territory in Texas. And, and you know, AEW was just here last night and um, had an interview with Mark Henry last week. And I told him, you better make sure Tony Khan know to check in, you know, before he come across, you know, uh, 45. <laughs> You know, uh, if you want to do a show here again, because we will bum rush the whole show. We'll take it over. We'll hijack it. So for me, if I do a California show, I'm going to definitely check in with Dave Marquez and um, see if we can do something in, con- in conjunction. Anything south of the Mason-Dixon, you got to call Booker T. You know what I mean? Call. You better check in, man. It's like coming across that bridge in Boston. You know what I mean? You better check in, man. Going into Southie. Exactly. Somebody better get a phone call. You feel me? You're going to get run up on. Book a bulge. That's what they call me down here in these parts. Booker bulge. No, man, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. You check in before you come across that bridge, young man. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to do some stuff in California. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, we got a lot to talk about, Book. You mentioned that AEW was here uh, the other night in Rosenberg, a little outside the city, but here no yeah. less. And uh, there's a big announcement from a compatriot of yours, the Stinger, and we're going to have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I heard about Sting. Um little announcement 
You know what? It's time. It's time. It's, it's going to come a time for every man. Just like when I say, you know, how you going to tell a man he can't do what he do? He can't feed his family. You can't do it. Hey, guys, stick around. You're, <laughs> you're in the Hall of Fame. We'll be back in a minute. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Sucker. And this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex. Hey, you remember when you was always ready to go? I'm talking about strapping the rocket on it, man. Going straight to the moon. I'm talking about getting it done. If you want that extra confidence, I got something for you. Listen up, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, but in a chewable tablet at the fraction of the cost. But the great thing, Book, is you can take it any time, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, You'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, guys, it's all done online on the internet. So there's no doctor's visit, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at a pharmacy or any of that. And the thing is, book Blue Chew's tablets, they're made right here in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package so no one is the wiser. You know, let's just get it out there, guys. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. It's like this. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew absolutely free when you use promo code Booker at your checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping, man. That's BlueChew.com. Use promo code Booker to receive your first month absolutely free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And, you know, we want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the Hall of Fame podcast. Chew it and do it. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. Um, you know what? Um, before we um, get into the, uh, the Stinger announcement, uh, Keith E.D. Keith E.D. Um, made his first court appearance today. Keith E.D. Dwayne Davis, the um, man accused of killing Tupac. Shakur um, went down in Las Vegas back in 96, September 96. Um, and I just happened to be there for the fight. Bruce Seldon versus Iron Mike Tyson. Fight didn't last but about 30 seconds. Um, it was a quick night. It was a quick, if you didn't get to your seat, you missed it. Seriously. It was one of those type of nights. Um, and and KVD, KVD made his first court appearance today. And I think they uh, denied his bond. And um, he gonna stay locked up. I think Keefe D's what sixty years old, something like that. And um, finally, after what twenty seven years, it finally caught up to him. Finally caught up to him. And uh, it, it should have happened a, a long time ago. People talk about this case, say that uh, he confessed to this murder uh, to the police, to the, uh, the Las Vegas police, uh, back in such and such and such and such. Uh, and, but it was a proffer. And if you know what that is, you got to be a lawyer. And if you, that's a legal term. I'm sure you know what that means, Brad. 
Uh, it was something that he wasn't supposed to be talking about. Uh, but he when I not only talked about it, but he 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 wrote a book about, about it, and he named all the co-conspirators in the book. He actually put himself in the car, and um, I know this thing has something to do with jurisdiction. One, you might not be able to be charged here. Uh, uh, and talk about it, but you can be charged here. One of yeah. those type of deals, and that's where the uh, the uh, conundrum <laughs> has come into play. Uh, but I, but I tell you, man, this dude this dude pretty much got away with murder for twenty seven years, and he probably would have got away with it for the rest of his life if he just would have kept his mouth shut. Man, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. Loose lips sink ships, right? Yeah. That's what you've always heard, and um, I, I don't know where we got into this place in the world like where people snitch on themselves all the time on the internet all the time you know like back in the day when when they first started doing venmo and cash app and stuff like this people were buying illegal substances from somebody and then cash apping them and it would say like for the green or whatever it was right or for the white and then they'd be like a little emoji with powder next to it look yeah, like powdered yeah. sugar and i'm like guys you realize you're creating an electronic receipt and paper trail that's going to be very easy to find and then for keefy d to go out there and put it in a book that is very oj simpson like that's very if i did it like right now oj the only difference with oj is oj's case was over he was already found not guilty. There's a thing called double jeopardy in the legal system. Yeah, so even yeah. if you think it was a stupid move, which a lot of us do to even write the book in the first place, he had no legal uh, uh, liabilities by putting it out. Keefe D was never charged and was never acquitted. Therefore, there's no statute of limitations on murder. Somebody should have gave this man a, a, a book of the law in the United yeah. States. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man, on this one, you got to hush it, you know? If you did some bank something or another, you know, you wait seven years and then there's a statute on it, right? But you got a parking ticket, yeah, wait five years or whatever the statute is in your state. Yeah, Murder? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah, you know how they say gangsters supposed to be, you know, supposed to roll in silence. You know, mm -hmm. They're supposed to be out there telling them. John Gotti kind of changed that, though, you know, as far as rolling in silence. Um, as far as gangsters go, I guess, you know, because he was on the cover of Time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get no more louder than that. But I was looking at uh, Keith D. He was doing an interview on uh, one of the YouTube shows, one of the YouTube channels. And uh, it was an interview not too long ago because it was after all of the news came out as far as the police may be charging Keith D. And, um, you know, how, how would he feel and what would he do? Um if the police came knocking on his door and he, and his answer was, man, you know, man, I ain't worried about that, man. You know, you know, I ain't going to kill myself. I ain't going to hang myself or nothing like that. You know, cause God, cause God got my back. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why all of a sudden this gangster get God? He's a gangster. I don't, I mean, come on now. I mean, it's something that that's not, Meshing with me on this, he just confessed to killing a man. And God, I'm, I, I wish I could interview KVD just so I could ask him that question. What did you mean by that? You know, uh, is, is it mean you just you just uh, going to resign to your fate? 
You know what I mean? And, you know, God is the one that's going to have a hammer that's going to come down on you. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out what could that actually really, really mean. There wasn't a follow-up from the interviewer? Like, what do you mean God has your back? No, no, no. It wasn't a follow-up. It's a I failure mean, on journalism right there. Oh, it really was. He didn't even come back with, you know, what did you mean by that? He just let him run with it because uh, for me, I would have been literally confused by after, you know, what you're being accused of and after what you have uh, admitted to and wrote a book about how does those two go together? But, and then again, I see it a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of people use God in so many different ways. You know, uh, so I, I, I get it. I, 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 I can say that. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I think we talked about this when we were in Vegas. I, I, I'm, I'm very happy that, um, you know, if he goes to the legal system and they find out that he was, by his own admittance, the guy who was implicated in killing one of our great musicians and, and, and could have been one of our great actors of all time in, in Tupac Shakur, I'll be, um, I'll be happy for Pac's family, whatever his surviving kin is, to have that closure, um, to, to be able to know, hey, the guys didn't get away with it. Um, we, we finally you know, got him. I was, I, was, I was listening to this judge, um, he talked. Uh, I was listening to this judge talk, and he was, he was talking about that one thing right there. He's talking about closure. And he said, uh, you know, closure is a granular thing. And I go, wow, you know, that's not something that someone could actually re really ever get. It's closure. Mm. But they may find some peace and some solace in it. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And when I heard that just say that, I go, wow, man, that's that's true. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, yeah, I just want to uh, put that out there. Yeah, uh, well, we'll see where the... Uh where, where that saga goes. You know, Pac's really been in the news a lot lately, right? Just with everything going on Keefe D, Jada Pinkett wants to continue to bring... <laughs> Jada about to lose her damn... She lost her damn mind. You know, I think it's that alopecia and got to her damn <laughs> They're going to come after you next. <laughs> she Will about to run out... He, is this the Huffman house? Will about to run upon you, man. Bro, I'm not... Look here. I'm not worried about Will running up on me. He... Will know thing is Will smart. He know who to run up on. He know he's he's smart dude. Well, you know? here, here's guess, the thing. Here's the thing about Jada Pinkett, and I think Jada Pinkett, like uh, in her career, there's a lot of Jada Pinkett movies I love. Set it off being one of them. She's a wonderfully talented actress, but I I, I have a thing about me, and I, I don't know. I don't know how you move. I think you move a little similar. There's a lot of stuff that I just keep to myself. If it's my personal business, it's my personal business. And when you start sharing stuff that, like, if if my wife were to go out there and start talking about all these things that Jada's been saying, I would uh, feel a certain... I, I would have left her a long time ago. I, I, that's what I was going to say. How did it not get to this? And I understand you got kids, and that complicates things. I would have left her a long time ago, but I, I think um, they went into this together as far as this open marriage thing. I don't think uh, Will, uh, you know, intended on it being talked about as much as it's being talked about in the public right now, you know, I don't think anybody that go into that kind of relationship, you know, um, think about the consequences later on in life, perhaps, uh, um, especially, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> with this um, social media world today, especially with everybody still wanting to be relevant. <clears throat> you talk about Jada Pickett and, you know, you, you talk about her movies um, you, and set it off in, in the Matrix is the only two things you're really going to come, you know, uh, really think about, you know, and the one she was in with, with Tupac. 
And the real you know, only only thing you only reason you're gonna think about that one because she was in it with Tupac. Tupac, yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, um, for me, Jada Pickett never really lived up to her expectations, I think, in her own mind. She never was a Halle Berry. You know what I mean? Oh, no. she, she never got a chance to do the big movies and not just do the big movies, have the starring role. You know what I mean? I think she fell short on on her um, career. And I think I think that has a lot to do with her, um, her own, um, um, you know, feelings with, you know, just dealing with herself. Uh, more than anything, I think that's I think that's got more to do with her than it has to do with Will. And I think Will is just that freaking whipping boy that she can use to actually make herself feel a little bit better. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think in a, in a lot of in a lot of it. And when I listen to her talk, I mean, it, it seems in a lot of ways Tupac was I, I don't know, man, maybe the love of her life. Uh, she called him. She called him her soulmate. Soul. Yeah. And that's, um, that's, that's more that's that's like yeah, that's like a husband and wife. That's like me and Charmel. Yeah, right. I mean. Um, and, 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 and if Charmel told me somebody else was a, her soulmate, her ass would be out. <laughs> Get up on out of here. Go be with them, man. Don't tell me you got a soulmate. No, and, I'm just, I'm, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, come you on, know? man. Come on, man. I think, I, I think the same thing. I think if I was just even think like, you know, anybody else was my soulmate, um, after what we've gone through together with two kids. And, and all the trial and tribulation, all the miles, all the bumps, all the bruises, all the fights, man, you better come on with it. And and with her, it seemed like okay when they went through the entanglement, it's like hey, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. We're not just gonna put out a statement, right? A statement would have made a lot of sense to me. Hey, we're putting out a statement. We hear all the stuff about the in, the August Alcina relationship. You you clean it up that way. When she invited Will on the red table talk. This is what you open yourself up to. More scrutiny, picking apart the words. Now Will Smith is crying on camera. He's memeable. You're eviscerating him online. I mean, you're eviscerating him in this uh, program, and you know online is just going to talk about it and tear this man up. You wonder why he was in a messed up mental state the night of the Oscars, which is supposed to be his biggest well, I mean, night I know, ever. I know we've got, we got to take a quick break, but but um, kind of like um, compared a relationship with uh, Mike Tyson and Robin Givens. Remember when mm. Mike Tyson and Robin Gibbons came on the talk show and then Robin Gibbons just started talking about what Mike was and how dangerous he was and how, you know, he wanted to kill her and, you know, beat up. And Mike just sitting there wondering, what the, I didn't buy him for this. You know what I mean? But he just sat there and, and he was caught in, in the middle of almost like Twilight Zone and how do you handle a situation like that? And I wonder, you know, what Will Smith is going through. He's a smart dude, man. He's a smart dude. He he knows. He he knows how the world is looking at him. But I think he's one of those dudes, perhaps maybe also I married her. You know, I'm gonna stick with her. You know what I mean? Well, it's ride. got him some public support. Ride, <laughs> ride, ride and die, man. Stick around, y'all. You're in the Hall of Fame. We'll be back in a minute. Can you dig it, sucker? Hey, book, our next sponsor of the Hall of Fame podcast is AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day, and I know you're drinking it too. Yeah, man, um, I received the box in the mail, and, and I said, what is this? And it said AG1. And let me, let me give you a little testimony. I'm a coffee drinker. I've been a coffee drinker every morning for about 25 years. And I drink a big cup of coffee on the way to the airport, and I get on my flight and I still go to sleep. So I, I realized coffee is not helping me at all. So I say, let me try the AG1. I stopped drinking coffee literally two weeks ago. 
and I drink the AG1 in the morning, first thing, and the first thing I want to do is get in the gym and train. Um, the body transformation has been unbelievable. The energy uh, I have um, I'm going into my day, daily routine has been off the chain. So. I'm a believer. I'm a believer in AG1. And you know, Book, for me, I was sick of taking multivitamins every day, and I wanted something that was an all-in-one. And with AG1, it's just a scoop in my water every morning. I mix it up, and it's a foundational nutritional supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to the whole body. And for me, the benefits of AG1, I can tell you I have more energy. I have better digestion, better gut health. I have more support for mental clarity and focus. I'm locked in for the whole day since I've been drinking AG1. And they say LeBron James spent $1.5 million a year on his body. You don't have to do that, guys. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Guys, go to drinkag1.com slash booker. That's drink. AG1.com slash Booker. Check it out. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. It's Booker T, six-time world champ, two-time Hall of Fame. We got my man Brad Gilmore here. We just talking a little bit of sports and entertainment. A little life, life, everything. You know what? These Republicans, these damn Republicans, they need to get their stuff together, man. I'm serious. They need to get it together, get a speaker in there so we can keep this government rolling, all right? And that's all I'm saying about, about that. I, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. You know what? I want to talk a little bit more about it. I want to talk a little bit more about it. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, he's got to be the biggest coward I've ever seen in my life. And, and I would be saying this if he was on the Democratic side or the Republican side. I'm just saying. This dude is blaming this debacle this, this this situation on the democrats because the democrats are voting for hakeem jeffries they're they're in, in, united behind hakeem jeffries they're democrats who are they going to be united behind hakeem Jeff, jeffries but he's blaming the democrats for not getting on board with the republicans who, who's got the majority here who all they need to do is just come together as as a party and say look this is our guy come on damn it if anybody in the world can't see that it's a problem that What's wrong with this world today? Nobody has any courage. Nobody have any courage. Everybody's spineless. Nobody want to step up and be a man. Guys, this is about the country. Let's get this damn speaker in the house, whoever it is on the Republican side. Let's keep this government open because people need checks. All right. People need food on the table and they don't need to be getting to run around with our government. Uh, and, and, and the only reason I'm saying this is I got a platform. All right. And, and, it's, and I have a responsibility. For us, our, we as a people, we the people, okay? If we don't stick up and say something about this kind of stuff, nobody's going to say anything about it. And that's all I'm saying on that. Yeah, don't do what's right for the Democrats. Don't do what's right for the Republicans. Do what's right for the country. For the people. For the people, yeah. Because when I, when, I, when I won the world title, when I won the world title, when I, when I, when I, when I went out the following night on Monday Night Raw, and I held that championship up. I, you know what I said? This is for the people. <laughs> we did it on Nitro, not Raw, but it's okay. Well, I mean, Nitro. I mean, well, Same yeah. thing. I knew what you, you said. Know, you, you know, but I was cleaning it up for you because people in the comments, you know how they get. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nitro, Nitro, yeah. Look, I don't know what's more likely. I don't know what's more likely. Is, da is, is Jada going to stop talking mess about Will? or if we're going to have a Speaker of the House here in the next week, I'm not sure what's more likely. But I'll tell you what, we know for sure 
a couple of things. Our girl, Jakara Jackson, out of the NXT breakout tournament. Yeah. Right? Out and I'm 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 sad about that. Big Jakara Jackson fan. Um it, but she's out. They moved uh Jada Parker in. All right. Yeah. Great last minute replacement. That's all I'm gonna say. Look, you know what? Big she's fan. brand new. She's brand spanking new. And uh, I remember um, I saw when I when I saw the replacement, I said, "Let me get some notes and go uh, look some stuff up on Jada Parker." And uh, I pull up her uh, Twitter account, and that was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> okay, and then I went to the Instagram, and then I said, "Nope, close that. We don't want to speak on none of that." All right, so I went to just uh, uh, the regular uh, uh, WWE site. It just wasn't enough on there for me to actually grasp. So, so then I you just, go back to the Instagram, <laughs> and I stayed there for the rest of the night. <laughs> hey man, hey big fan. I'm a big fan, and you know what? Um, um, her and uh, and uh, I'm trying to remember the name because uh, she has a different name on Instagram, I think. But her and her opponent that night, Carmen Petrovic. Petrovic. Yeah, Carmen Petrovic. They had a nice little match. Yeah, yeah. And um, Petrovic, she, she got something, man. Um, when she came out, I don't know if you remember what I said. What was it? When she came out, I go, oh, I like this one. <laughs> and I, she had the goods, man. Uh you can tell she's uh, been working on a craft. Actually, uh, I watched um, some of her matches on Level Up, mm-hmm. and um, she actually, you know, cutting her teeth the right way. She's not just just jumping in there and expecting to, you know, be the best, you know, right off the bat. But you can see how hard she's working. And if you go back and watch some of her stuff on Level Up, you can see the the growth just from like five matches ago to now. You can see the growth in her. Um, in that match she just had this week. So, yeah, man, she's uh, one, of the, one of the girls I'm keeping my eye on. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, in the breakout tournament. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and all joking aside, of course these women are beautiful, but 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 I've noticed it, this NXT crop of women now um, that we have here. I mean, we just named a, a few of them. There's even more when you talk about the Kiana Jameses, the Gigi Dolans, the uh, uh, Roxanne Perez's, the Tiffany Stratton's. Um, all, all of them. Uh, this is the best group of NXT women since that four horsewomen run. Since you had Sasha, Becky, uh, uh, Bailey, and and Charlotte. This is the best group. I mean, there's a lot of talent. You know what? I really believe this NIL thing is um, helping out a whole lot. I really do. Um, because you know, Tiffany Stratton is someone who come from that tumbling background. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Sol Ruka, who's, you know, trying to make her way back from Sol that Ruka's tumbling, another one. Yeah. tumbling background. Um, you know, right now, you know, so many girls um, we have, you know, um, are from that tumbling background and they're, and they're paying off because they have great balance. They have great timing and the technique uh, is something that tumblers, they have to have is technique. Um, one thing about tumblers, they have to be flawless. Um, one thing about tumblers, they don't have a chance to, you know, redo it and go over and do it a second time. And I talk about that with wrestling all the time, where I, where I talk about it like acting. We never get a chance to say, cut, redo that, go back and do that all over again. That's what tumblers have, you know, in their background. For me, I was a dancer. 
you know, when you're a dancer, you got to be on time. Everybody has to be on time at the same pace. You know, otherwise the judges are looking at it and you're going to lose if you're not. So I think that right there, that's what's happened to a lot of those girls in so many different ways. Yeah, the NIL background, and then you have some who are, you know, kind of born and bred in, in pro wrestling. When you talk about Ariana Grace, her her father being Santino Morella, or even Lyra Valkyria, who's in a program right now with Becky, and I really like what they're doing. Kiana James had a great match with Shotzi, um, who, who was there last night. I really think Kiana can be somebody on, on a big stage. Um, the, the talent is there, man. And if y'all aren't yeah. watching them now, um, you're really missing out because when they get to the main roster, they're going to even be that you're going to even be that much more invested um, in all of them, especially uh, Jada Parker. And one, one thing I like about these girls too, is a lot of them are coming from a, like real combat fighting backgrounds. Lola Vice. Exactly. You know, uh, you know, uh, Petrovic. Petrovic. She's a, black, she's a black belt, you know? So um, that right there. Um, it's helping a whole lot, and that's, that's one thing. I uh, I was talking to one of the girls. I'm not going to say her name or anything like that. Uh, I was talking to her, and I say the one thing I always ask my students is, "Have you ever been in a fight before?" And if they say no, I say, "Man, they got to do, you know, rolling classes. They got to get in there and do jujitsu with the guy, you know, jujitsu night and whatnot. They got to get in there and actually get beat up, you know, hit in the mouth a little bit to know exactly how I feel." And she says, and the girl goes, "Well, I've never been in a fight before." <laughs> I said, "Well, you you don't have to, you know, you just have to look like you've been in a fight. You just have to act like you've been in one, you know. So we can fix that, you know. But it's just, uh, it's just so cool getting the chance to." Uh, work with these girls up close and personal. Yeah, so I mean, NXT was a great show last night. We do have a couple super chats. I'm trying to pull up here. Uh, there they go. Um, that we need to get to here because we also still got to talk about your man, the Stinger, the Stinger, calling yeah. it quits. We got to talk about it. But um, Callie Toenail says, "My bags stay packed just in case." Uh, uh, I love LA Night. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not seeing him get the title right now do you think too much time will go by before they pull the trigger on him i kind of see him as a great ic champ i don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on on him right now but i tell you what i i never um try to write the show yeah. talk about that on this show all the time you know we just had mark henry on last week i say i refer to mark henry Bubba Ray, Disco Inferno, those type of guys to actually give you guys the the um, synopsis of how the show should go or how it shouldn't. <laughs> uh, but but I can tell you this: if they were to pull the trigger on L.A. Night, what a surprise it would be, and how many people would go nuts. So my thing is, I'm a fan, uh, just like you guys. I'm wishing um, for L.A. Knight to get the, the the big push because, you know, one thing about this business I always talk about also is, you know, the sand in the hourglass. Yeah. You know, the clock is ticking, you know, and, and you want to capitalize right now. You don't want to wait to tomorrow to capitalize on something like L.A. Knight because that, that fire is going to burn out. It's not going to be this hot. It's not going to be this hot forever for L.A. Knight. So... It's just like a wrestling match. You want to go home when the fire is 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 as as hot as it can be. White hot. Go home. 
Send them home, man. See, that's what I'm saying as a as a as a booker. You know. So I think that's the same thing with LA Knight. He's hot, man. He's hot. He's white hot. And if they were to pull the trigger on it on, on LA Knight, um, I think the people go nuts. I, re- I really do. I saw how over he was. You talk about you talk about Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> I'm talking about the World Championship. I'm talking about the WWE title. If they if they put it on him right now, people go nuts. They really would. When I when I look at him, I, I think the same thing, and I realize really how over over he was at when he did the NXT Mania a couple weeks ago because he came out for that special guest referee spot, didn't cut a promo, wasn't on the mic at least for the TV house, and still was as over as as he could be. You yeah, know what man. I mean? That that shows still, a lot. Hey, 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 we gotta take a break. We gotta take a break. Stick around, y'all. You're in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, we'll be back in a minute. Can you dig it, sucker? Sucker. All right, everyone, it's Booker T and Brad Gilmore here, and we've got something exciting for all you sports, comedy, music, and theater fans out there. We're talking about game time, the fastest, easiest way to get your hands on tickets to your favorite events. That's right, Book. We love all those spontaneous, unforgettable moments, and game time is here to make them happen. Whether it's a last-minute decision to see a game or a sudden urge to catch a live show, game time has got you covered, giving fans access to tickets even at the last minute in over 60 cities across the United States and Canada. And guys, this ain't about getting in. This is about getting the best seats in the house. With game time, you can see images of your seat before you buy it, so no surprises there, guys. You can score tickets swiftly. Skip the line, guys. Just dive straight into the moment. Absolutely. Listen to this. Game time guarantees the best prices. Find tickets in the same section and row for less elsewhere. Game time will give you a credit of 110% of the difference. So there's no reason to wait, bro. So whether it's the thrill of the game, the laughter of the comedy, the rhythm of the music, or the drama of the theater, guys, don't let the opportunity skip by. Choose game time. Grab your tickets and just enjoy the moment. Live should be spontaneous book, so guys, don't miss out. Check out Game Time now on their app or at GameTime.co. That's GameTime.co. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Booker for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Lowest price. She guaranteed. Oh, yes. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. Hey, guys, just want to make sure you guys um, got the, the early news that I'm um, going to be giving a huge trip away to Reality Wrestling in December. December 9th, Reality Wrestling Christmas Chaos is going down. All-inclusive, guys. I'm talking about flight, hotel, um, transportation. You know, we might even get you to throw, throw a, a beverage in there for you or something like that, whatever, you know. Of course, uh, front row seats. A nice VIP. can of Diet Coke. <laughs> I, said, I said a beverage. It could be milk if you whatever. Uh, uh, like I say, VIP uh, uh, tickets uh, for Reality Wrestling as well. So uh, make sure you um, super chatters out there. Um, join the party, man. Join the party. Get on board and be a part of the thing. Get down to Reality Wrestling and become a part of the row. That's what it's all about. Yeah, we already have six entries uh, today who are going to be up for that spot of of getting the 
the uh, trip down to Reality Wrestling and getting a beverage. And maybe Booker's going to do you like he did me one time where we go out and Booker goes, I'll have a Jack and Coke. No, 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 cranberry and vodka. I'll have a cranberry and vodka. He'll have a glass of warm milk. That's <laughs> all he need. That's all he need, a little cat milk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a couple Super Chats here. I do want to get to Sting, but let, let's answer our Super Chats first. Y'all, y'all take priority over everything. Uh, Richard Jr. says, Hi, Booker T. Do you think Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James will Kiana James will end in someone in the mask to help Kiana win and cost Roxanne the match? Uh, there again, I don't book matches. I'm sorry, guys. You didn't book the show. I, I, I try not to book the show because I'm a fan. Um, I try not to ruin it for myself. I'm sitting there. I, I tell you, I could get the information as far as who's going to be going over um, on a, on a weekly basis. And for me, I don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it because I, I still want to have that feeling and that, that, that surprise, that shock feeling. Yeah. If it's something that, because wrestling is a field business. If you're not feeling it, when you're watching it, you might as well not even be watching it. That's just, that's just me. So for me, um, I, I hope, I hope, I hope they have a hell of a match, uh, more than anything. I hope Keanu James go out there and get over and shine. I hope, Roxanne Perez go out there and do her thing like, like I know she can. And right now she's in she's in a different mode, uh, Roxanne Perez. So um, uh, let's see how it play out. Let's see how it plays out. Um, this is from Mike Edwards who says, "Can I get a yeet booking, Brad? <laughs> what is your yeet. favorite yeet? Is something the kids say? Book something the kids say. What is that? I'm not really sure. I think it's kind of like the new swag. You know, how people always used to say swag, 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 swag. I think yeet." Kind of the got like uh, racks on racks on racks. Yeah, it's just not as cool. Uh, and racks on I mean, racks, racks, on racks on racks was cool. Well, I was about to say racks on racks really wasn't that cool. <laughs> it wasn't that cool at all. Yeet, but you oh. know, it's this is this is part of the lingo now. They say stuff like op, yeet, riz. What 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 does it mean? Uh, yeet, I'm not really sure. I think it just is like a celebratory thing. You know, um, I know, I know. Have you heard riz? If you're a kid saying Riz, oh, he got the Riz. That's like no. you've got the charisma, you know. Okay, Riz. I, I can dig that. I can dig that. Op, yeah. you know, you're an op. Is, that, is these uh like these new words in the dictionary? Yes, exactly. Is it? Yes. Okay, all right. I, I heard about that. I heard they added, I don't know how many new words in the dictionary. And I guess, you Some know. That but they it, but it's all, but like I say, it's not words, it's abbreviations. Right. Op isn't, isn't a new word. It just means opposed, opposition. Okay, okay, yeet yeet is an exclamation of excitement, approval, surprise, or all-around energy, often as issued when doing a dance move or throwing something. Okay, All so right. there you go. All right, that's yeet. Can I get? Can I we get a yeet? I'm gonna just say throwing some. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, uh, favorite memory or advice you received from Sting? None. What? You don't have any good memories with the Stinger? You know what? I I, I have good memories when I wrestled Sting. I, I could say that. Yeah. But but Sting wasn't you know someone that I would ever have would ever have gotten advice from. That just wouldn't have happened. Okay, we'll move on. Callie Toenail, Seth is doing what he said. 
Seth is doing what he said he was, but these matches he's in, all I can think about is HBK. If he doesn't take a break and heal up, how long can he last? You know, I think um, Seth is in a good place. You know, um, for how long Seth say he's been, you know, off, you know, that title run picture? Yeah, four years. a couple of years, yeah. I think he said four years, right? Wow, yeah. Four years he's been out of that title run picture. And I'm going to tell you, man, when you out of that title run picture, you get a, a lot of time to rest. You get a lot of time to heal. Right now, I think over this last year, I think Seth has been doing the most work that he's been doing. And, and of course, um, he's going to be uh, banged up. He's going to be bruised up. If he's, if he's not injured, he's going to be out there in the middle of that ring, though. That's just part of the game. Seth Rollins knows that. Um, he, he would tell you that firsthand um, himself. You know, um, there's no time to be sitting around, um, you know, watching the parade go by. I don't think that's the type uh, Seth Rollins is. So, no, nah, I, don't, I don't. I think he's going to go as, like this business, uh, you know, um, recommends more than anything. You're going to go as long as and hard as, as you possibly can for as long as you can. That's just part of the business. It's part of the game. That's the way it goes. It's just the way it goes, man. Um, yeah. Let's see. I think we have another one here. But I think, by the way, Seth, he's doing. He's smart, though. He's so smart. He's so he's good smart. I mean, even though the work that Seth is doing, he's not killing himself. No. He's not doing any of the stuff that you saw Seth Rollins do when he first came into this company. Unless he has to go out there and give you a little bit extra just to make you guys know that, hey, I'm still that same guy. Um so so nah, man. Um, he's um, he's doing his best work, and he's definitely um, he definitely has paced his, himself a whole lot better than a whole lot of, lot of guys in this business on a daily basis. I watch seriously. Um, we have another one. This is from Mike Edwards. What do you guys think of Brian Pillman's Junior. Brian, Brian Pillman Junior.'s aka Lexus King vignette on NXT, showing a lot of second generation wrestlers. Uh, I love it. Um. Yeah, first of all, what do you think of the name Lexus King? I know it's like a uh, an homage to his sisters or something like that. I I was reading or, or some of his family members. Well, I mean, the name Lexus King, I mean, it's actually a cool name. It is like, a cool name. I like, I like the name Lexus King. But but I, I can tell you this also, just like his old man, uh, Brian Pillman, he used to get heat. Uh, he actually got heat with me uh, once upon a time uh, back in WCW. That's another story. Uh, I see the, the the apple don't fall too far from the tree because I saw him in a, with a poster, him and Riddle. <laughs> his ass about to get fired before he gets started, just like his old man. You know, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Lord. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> You're in some kind of mood today. Um, <laughs> now, Brian Pillman, the story on Brian Pillman uh, Sr. I want him on the show. I want him on the show. Brian I'm Pillman Jr. We're trying to get Junior on the show. Let's get, let's get Lexus you know King. You probably wouldn't even want to be called Junior. Lexus uh, King. King. Lexus King. We're going to try to get him on the show. Yeah, we got a couple uh, five minutes of fame coming up uh, here in the next couple weeks. I know we've talked about them. Um, but we'll get Lexus King, Lola Vice. Yeah. But, but, but with Brian Pillman Sr., what was the thing where he left WCW? Was that he intentionally got released from his contract, but wanted it to be like a work or something? Look, man, look I don't. I really don't know. Um, Brian Pillman was he wasn't an, an enigma. 
he was a different type of guy. And um, I've heard the stories just like you guys have. But as far as insider information, I don't have any insider information as far as, you know, I didn't even, I, I never knew about when Brian Pillman got hurt or anything. When it, I didn't know about it till it came out on Dark Side of the Ring. Um, but um, he was a different type of cat. And from what I hear, he worked both sides of the fence and he did a damn good job. And he was one of the first guys to ever pull something off like that. Yeah, shout out to him. Last super chat, and then we'll talk about the stinger real quick. Loso Dolo promised Braxton versus Gigi Ray was one of the best women's matches this year. I agree. Yeah, give it up to Promise and Gigi. Um, they're on their way to the land of the rising sun uh, to Japan to compete over there for three months. So, guys, make sure if you're um, not aware of uh, Gigi Ray and Promise Braxton, make sure you um, you know follow them and because um, their journey is going to be amazing um, to that next level. <laughs> and that next level is, you know, a place like the WWE, a major company where they can really go out there and shine because both of those ladies have put in so much work to get to this point. And I'm so proud of uh, Gigi as well as uh, Promise for going out there and representing reality of wrestling. Leon, the King TV with $20 Super Chat. We appreciate you, Leon. Um, hey, Booker, I'm a big fan of yours. Love your wisdom. What's your opinions on WWE lack of creativity and not utilizing their roster compared to AEW? And by the way, who is a better faction, Main Event Mafia or The Bloodline? I don't know if I agree with the early part of his uh, question there. As far as, um, um, yeah. Uh, lack of lack creativity of, yeah. for WWE. Um, you know, um, I wouldn't say lack of creativity. I think um, WWE, let me say it like Wade Barrett, WWE um, <laughs> creativity has been, I got to I gotta say it like that from now. Uh, I think the creativity, creativity has been uh, pretty good, actually. Uh, I think the bloodline has been the main um, story going on, but sure. I think the um, the tag team stuff has been really, really good as well. Um, I think the stuff with the ladies has been, you know, pretty good. Also, I don't think it's just been a a one show affair mm-hmm. or anything like that. And speaking to AEW, it's hard for me to really speak on AEW because I, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I don't really watch um, AEW a whole lot, um, but I do know when I do watch it. You know, it's kind of hard to, for me to watch. Like, just like this week, I watched the Japanese girls go out and wrestle. And they did every spot in the world. They did every finisher in the world. And they kicked out of every finisher in the world. And, you know, for me, that's not wrestling. You know, it's kind of like playing cosplay. It's like playing a video game. It's like anybody can kick out of anybody's finisher. Anybody can beat up anybody. I just don't look at wrestling like that. So, for me, um, I think WWE is doing a, a hell of a job. Um, and AEW, there again, if they just focus on what they have, I think they'll be doing a, a much better job. I know they just drew 901,000 um, viewers on this last Dynamite show. So big oh, ups wow. for them. That's yeah. big ups. Um, that's big ups. And um, I think they did that without mentioning WWE one time throughout the week. <laughs> so, See, Tony, so, you don't got to start mess on Twitter. See, see, see what I'm saying? So, so I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, but what was the last part of that question? Uh, better faction, main event mafia, or the blood. Oh, oh, um, and um, main event mafia was a better faction uh, by far. But um, I think the uh, the bloodline has 
had one of the best runs any faction could ever have. Probably, probably the best, you know, but I, I just say better factions because we had some major players. I um, mean, we wasn't a family. We was, we was a faction. We wasn't a family. Yeah. I would say better membership, hundred percent main event mafia. Um, when you look at who was in it, I mean, you sting angle, uh, Kevin Scott, all main event world champions. Um, when you look at the bloodline, I'd say the bloodlines had, had the better story for their faction over the Yeah. Faction. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. But I just feel what? like, you know, we, we just never really got a chance to really um, explore how good the main event mafia really could have been in the right situation. But the right people, the right calls. But we are, um, we're wrapping up here. I know we only have a couple minutes left of the show, um, according to my clock here. But I wanted to ask you, BT, uh, we talked about Sting, main event mafia Sting, uh, somebody who uh, you wrestled back in the WCW days. Um, who had a short run in the WWE, um, had that match with Seth Rollins here in Houston that didn't go his way, ended his run here, went over to AEW in uh, 2021 at Revolution is where he made his debut uh, in ring, in that uh, cinematic match, rather. And uh, now, three years later, he's calling it a career, uh, nearing 64, I believe, years of age. The Stinger um, is, is finally going to retire and he made that announcement in Houston ironically where he had his first his last match with the WWE um what do you think about Sting calling it a career hey bro I'm glad for him I'm glad he's finally going to hang it up uh, and be able to you know move on to what's next you know at 65 you know by the end right mm-hmm. we're gonna be 65. close to it yeah and uh, that's that's like senior citizen AARP stuff, man. Social Security you know, time. <laughs> that's just like you know, you know, grandpa like stuff, you know. So I don't know, man. Um, it's mixed emotions, you know, because I I think he's retiring. Uh, it's it's going to be great, but I think it's something honestly that's well overdue. Uh, to to have done this thing your whole life. Then when you walk away from it, you know, it's hard to walk. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, he might not want to retire. He might want to just say, man, I'm going to just, you know, I ain't going to say I'm ever going to retire. I might just want to go walk over, lead a business. But retire, I wouldn't wouldn't say that. Because I'm going to tell you right now, sitting at home, becoming an old man, have, you know, you know, receding. It can, it can get real, real, it can get lonely, man. I say stay in the ring, Steen. Don't retire. <laughs> Don't quit. Don't ever quit. You know, that's what wrestlers do. You know, so um, that that's just, that's me. That's my opinion on that. You I know? actually don't know if any wrestler has ever successfully retired. You know, I'm just saying. Right, I, mean, I right? wouldn't retire. I wouldn't retire if I was you, Steve. I'd stay in the ring forever. Take bumps. Fly off of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. What wound you up today? You what you wound up today, man. <laughs> He's all hot, hopped up. He's hopped up on the AG1. I know you're gonna have to edit a lot of this show today. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just speaking my point today, man. Hey, man, just say it. Say just it how say you it. feel it. 
Sting, I'm, I'm just saying, I love Sting. He's had a hell of a career. Incredible career. Like, no, but I feel like if he stopped doing this, that's that's gonna, that's gonna, when the light can really go dim. You know, I say keep that door open. Make appearances, even if you don't wrestle. Keep that door open. Keep that check coming in from Tony Khan for the next 10 years. I say, yeah, you keep Sting on TV. Keep right? him, you keep him active. Yeah, somehow. I agree with that. I say you he, he's got to be a part of that show. Sting goes away. A lot of part of that um, show's blueprint goes away as well. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in disagreement with you as far as keeping him on the show. Does Sting need to keep wrestling at 65? Forever. I don't think Forever, he needs to man. wrestle anymore. Can you imagine Wembley Stadium, Sting at 70, <laughs> coming down to, you know. Well, hell, man. You know what? Mick Jagger and freaking Keith Richards are putting an album out tomorrow. You know? Right. And they're 80. That's what I'm saying. They're 80. That's what I'm saying. Sting could be the oldest wrestler he could be Ever. a Mick Jagger pro wrestling. Exactly. Well, you know what? It's his call, and he's making that call. You know, shout out to Sting for an incredible career. He's going to wrap it up in 2024. And, um, you know, he's going to go down as obviously a legend in the business. Um, you know, one of and that, that, that makeup, the uh, the face paint does help a lot. You know, these wrestlers. And same with Ray. Ray oh, with the mask. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, you can wrestle forever with that paint. Forever. Never I, I see what you're saying. I see Never what you're stop. saying. Never stop doing it. I was a little surprised when I looked up last night. I'm like, how old is Sting? Is he's like he just turned 60, right? And then when I looked at he was almost 65. I was like, damn. Shout out to Sting, though. Shout out to the Stinger. Hey man. He's ending it on his terms. You can only appreciate that. You can only respect that. What are you laughing at? Okay. He's ending it. He's ending it. Look, he could have wrapped it up in 2017 at the Night of Champions. We gotta get out of here. He didn't. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Booker needs a moment to himself. He needs to go to a yoga class, get some meditation. He needs to read Worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith. Maybe he'll put you in a good mood. I'm just, I'm just, I think about a lot of things when we talk about this stuff. That's all. In my mind, you know, we be, we may be talking about something, but my mind may be thinking about something totally different. That's all. That's all it is. I just want to thank everybody for stepping inside the Hall of Fame today. All my super chatters, man. We love you guys. Thank y'all for stepping in, getting your champagne wishes, caviar dreams, man. But uh, we're going to be back same time, same place next week, doing it like it's supposed to be done. Uh, appreciate it. all the heavy lifting, man. Know you've been working out. AG1 kicking in. Uh, but uh, same place, same time. Next week, guys. I love you. Peace. Oh, yeah.
John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.